Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. So tell me, does your business gather leads when you go to a show? Is that what you're trying to do is capture some more leads? You're in the right place. Today's episode is all about lead gathering options 101. Let's do it. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Welcome to Trade Show University. I'm your professor, Jim Cermak. Today's class is all about lead gathering options 101. You know, if your focus at trade show is gathering leads to follow up afterwards, then this episode is for you. We're going to be discussing the difference between leads and qualified leads. Which ones do you really want? Understanding and planning for gathering leads will not only maximize your results, but it's going to effectively shortcut your time to generating sales. So grab your notebook, because class is in session. Hey class, thanks for showing up today. We're going to just dive right into today's topic. No chit-chat at the beginning here. We're going to talk about different methods on gathering leads and so much more. Many businesses use Trade Show for gathering leads, but you know it's not just about getting leads. It's about getting qualified leads. If your company is the type that simply gets a bowl full of business cards from maybe a drawing, or maybe if you use a badge scanner, if you just scan the badges of everybody that walks into your booth and then you sort everything out at the end of the show, you know, let me break it to you gently. You're causing way more follow-up to work than you need to. And if this is the case, then uh, maybe you're wondering, okay, well then how do I get my information? Because we get a ton of business cards, we scan a ton of badges. I'm going to break down five main ways you can go about this, including ones you're already doing. You know, some are high tech, some are going to be some low tech options, and I'm going to give an overview of each one. I'm going to give you some pros, some cons of each method, then I'm going to give you my bottom line for each method. Sound good? Hopefully it does. It doesn't matter because I got the microphone and that's what we're doing. So, <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's dive in. The first method, badge scanners. You know, many shows have exclusive badge scanners for their shows, and uh, they can be a little pricey. You could spend several hundred dollars for a badge scanner, and it might well be worth it. For those of you who don't understand what a badge scanner is, well, first starts with uh, the attendees. The attendees will have a badge as they're walking around the trade show, and it's got their name, sometimes company on it, and a lot of times they will have some sort of a barcode that is printed right on their badge. 
A badge scanner is a device. It could be like a smartphone-type looking device or a tablet or maybe in a, something that looks like one of those uh, scanners that they use at grocery stores with a little trigger on it. And it allows you to go right up to their badge, scan their barcode, and then it downloads all of their uh, contact information that they already gave to the show. Now you've got it. Okay, so that's what a badge scanner is in each show. For the shows that are offering it, they'll have a specific one only available at that show. You know, so if you're going to go with the badge scanner or trying to figure out if you should, here's the things you need to consider. Number one, you know, how busy will the show be? If you're having hundreds or even thousands of people walking past your booth and time is of the essence to talk with as many people as possible, then a badge scanner can definitely give you the information you need in the quickest way possible. Here's another thing to think about. What other attendee information will the show provide to you with these scans? You know, reach out to the show and, and ask them, when I, buy, when I get this badge scanner, what kind of information am I going to be getting? So aside from basic contact information, what else is the show collecting and going to be providing to you? Find out everything. And if that information is important to you, this may be a very good option. The third thing to figure out is what is your budget? If your budget is tight, skip this option because this could be several hundred dollars, may just not be worth the time savings uh, and the information it's going to give to you. So let's quickly go over some pros. Number one, this is the quickest way to get their contact information. Within a second, you've scanned their badge and boom, you've got it. Another one is you'll get a spreadsheet typically after the show of all your leads, every badge that you scanned and every piece of information that the show said they will be able to provide to you in that scan. It can be hugely handy for follow-ups. And the last pro that I want to go over is you don't have to invest in your own equipment and use your personal phone or anything like that. You get this at the show, you use it as the badge scanner, and then you turn it back in. You know, so for the cons... It can be pricey. That's number one. It can be pricey. And if you're on a, a tight budget, uh, this may not work for you. Another con is, you know, you typically only get one badge scanning unit. And if you have a large booth, big staff and stuff like that, it could be tied up when someone else wants to use it. You have multiple people. I've been at shows before. I've seen this. Multiple people are working the show and all of a sudden they're like, hey, who's got the badge scanner? And they're spending, you know, valuable time searching for the badge scanner. So that's another con. And the third one. Uh, if only used to scan the badges, then it's no better than getting a business card. So if all you're going to do is scan the badge and not qualify that person any further, get some additional information about their company that the the badge scanning uh, software is going to give you, then it might not be the best option for you. So bottom line on badge scanners, I would only suggest getting a badge scanner at a show if you do more with it than simply scan a badge. Make it your information gathering tool to guide your staff through the initial conversation with attendees. Most of these scanners are customizable. They, they'll allow you to add in your own questions for you to ask attendees to get the information that you need for a successful contact. All right? The second method is using a business card scanning app. If you're selling to businesses, 
most of those people are going to have business cards with them. So using a business card scanning app to quickly capture their information is a great method. There are a lot of really good options out there. Just go to the Apple or Google App Store. Do some research. Many are very highly rated. Most of them are free to give them a try, whether they're limited time or, or some sort of trial use. But even if you're going to go to the full purchase of the app, it's going to be far less expensive than renting a badge scanner. I guarantee it. Check out the different features offered to help make your decision. You know, things like having contacts go automatically right into your phone's contacts or even syncing them with your CRM system. You know, being able to add notes or typing by voice is a really nice feature that some of them offer. You know, they also offer different ways to sort the data that you're capturing. You know, being able to uh, export to Excel or other formats and a lot of other great features. So take a look at each of them and see what they have to offer for you. Some pros of uh, business card scanning apps. It could be a very nice, inexpensive option. Possibly free. There are multiple highly rated options available. They can be customizable to capture the information you need. You know, each person in your booth can potentially have their own badge scanner, okay, or not badge scanner, I'm sorry, business card scanner on their own phone and be able to scan attendees so, so you wouldn't have that, who's got, the, who's got the scanner, who's got the scanner, so everyone would have that. So those are some of the pros. Some of the cons, it requires attendees to have business cards to work. So if you're marketing to consumers, this is not going to be your best choice because most consumers don't have their own business cards. And also, you're going you're gonna to have some people that just don't have a business card on them. And also, another con is you're going to need to consolidate everyone's scans after a show if multiple people are using so you can bring that information together for follow-up purposes. And also, another con is it might not integrate with the CRM that you use for your company if you do use a CRM. Here's my bottom line on using business card scanning apps. Using a business card scanner can serve you not only at trade shows, but anytime you're doing business or networking. Plus, you can immediately and usually at no cost evaluate multiple options to see what is best for you. Might be a really nice option. Method number three, set up a technology kiosk or an iPad to capture attendee information. Setting up a kiosk or stations with iPads or laptops where attendees can enter in their own information can be a very effective way to do things. You know, again, there's multiple highly rated apps or even web-based services like SurveyMonkey available for you to use. And these can be free. Like SurveyMonkey is free. And then they have, uh, if you need some more complexity, they have paid options as well. And I am not getting paid by SurveyMonkey for this yet. Anyway... <laughs> Another thing is getting attendees to do this and, and put their own information, it does a couple of things. Number one, it gets them involved. Plus, it frees up time for you and your staff to either be attending to other attendees or getting ready for that next person. One nice option I've seen many times, you can have booth staff enter the information while talking directly with attendees, asking them the questions, and then the booth staff enters in the information. That could be a little bit quicker way than having the person do it themselves where they're not familiar with the screens and the questions and, and the use of the app. Or you can hand the uh, iPad or the tablet right to the attendees and have them complete the information. Or... And my recommendation is to create some sort of a kiosk for attendees to do this on their own. 
It doesn't have to be super complex. There are some really nice affordable iPad stands out there on the market, which make a nice statement and looks great in your booth. And it can be coupled with signage to draw people in and really help with your branding. You know, some pros of uh, using an iPad or a kiosk, you can be fairly affordable with the iPad plus inexpensive or some free software available. Attendees can fill out the information while the staff is free to do other things. Another pro is you can customize it to get the information that you need, not just their contact information like what's on a business card. Also, with a kiosk, you can add to the look and the branding of your booth can be a really, really nice statement. Some cons... Yeah, it might not be the best solution for those on a tight budget. Now, for some markets or some smaller shows, maybe where everyone's just got a tabletop, uh, having a kiosk or something might get in the way. They might not want something outside of your table. So that's another con. But the bottom line on using technology kiosks or maybe an iPad to gather information, you know, this might be the best way to do it, especially if you combine it with an offer or giveaway Give people an incentive to want to give their information to you. People will take the time to voluntarily give you the information you want and need in exchange for something that you're offering. Plus, if you have a kiosk or even an iPad stand, you can use that to further brand your booth. So a kiosk to get people interested. Uh, First of all, oh, what's that? And then capture their information, maybe giving them something to in exchange for their information might be a great way great way to uh, capture the leads that you're looking for. Fourth method, good old-fashioned gathering business cards. You know, there's two main ways to do this. The first way is to gather is using the old fishbowl, putting that fishbowl out there or some sort of bowl for people to drop their cards in exchange for winning an item or a free consultation or whatever you want to give away that's it's not a bad way to gather cards if that's really what you're doing because people could just walk by. You would never have an interaction with them. Possibly. Some you might. Most you won't. They're just going to be walking by. Ooh, I can win an iPad. I can win an Apple Watch. I can win this or that. And they're dropping their card in the booth. Now, if you're marketing a product or service that anybody can use, this can be effective. However, for most businesses, this can create a lot more work for you after the show. Here's the deal. Business cards alone don't tell you who's qualified or if that person is any part of the decision-making process. So I would not recommend making just gathering business cards your only lead source. Now, the second way to get a business card is by having one-on-one conversations with an attendee. And then if they have the potential to become a customer, they're qualified, get their business card. Simple, straightforward, old school, and that method works. Pros of uh, gathering business cards, super simple, possibly inexpensive, unless you're giving away some huge ticket item. Uh, With the fishbowl method, you can get a large number of uh, cards with very, very little effort. Now, the cons of this, it could lead to a lot of wasted time in the follow-up because you don't know who's qualified and who's not. And information on the business cards is usually not enough information that you need to qualify the attendee and definitely not going to give you an idea of who they are in the decision-making process. So my bottom line for gathering business cards is can be an inexpensive, quick, and easy way, but not the recommended way to go because you can waste so much time on the follow-up unless you have a product or service that every single person could possibly be a customer for. And the last method I'm going to talk about today, and number five, 
the paper and pencil, <laughs> good old fashioned paper and pencil or pen or whatever, can be just as effective as an app or technology in getting the information you need from an attendee. It's just going to take a little bit more time. However, after the show, you got some negatives here. You will have a lot more work to do to manually compile the information, put everything into your CRM or an Excel spreadsheet. But if you don't have a technology available and you're on a really tight budget, then printing up the forms can be pretty effective. Just make sure that you're capturing the right information from the attendees. So add your questions about all the information that you want to get from them. Don't just capture their contact information. Make sure you're getting everything you need to have an effective follow-up. So the pros of uh, good old-fashioned paper and pen. It's the most inexpensive route, or possibly the most inexpensive route. It's great if you don't have technology available to you. It's simple to create. It's simple to use. Not much training is needed for your staff. Everyone knows how to use a pen. As long as your forms are pretty straightforward, they'll be able to correctly fill out those forms. Now, the cons of this, it's going to take a lot of work after the show, compiling and putting uh, all the information into your systems. And it can also take a lot longer to complete the form versus technology uh, versus doing some other method. And some attendees, if you want them to fill out the form and not you fill it out, they may just skip it if they see a whole bunch of questions that you're asking them to answer. So my bottom line on good old paper and pencil, don't overlook paper forms. It's not as cool as technology, of course, but it can be equally effective at gathering the information you need for a lot less time and a lot less money. So let me qualify which one of these you should go with. Which one should you use? It doesn't matter which one you pick because there's two keys that need to come into play. Number one key is in qualifying. Make sure that when you're capturing the information, you're qualifying the attendee. And the second is make sure you're capturing the information that you want to get to have an effective follow-up. You know, scanning badges and gathering business cards is great, but it's going to cost you a lot of wasted time in the follow-up process, making calls, sending emails to companies that will never buy from you, or communicating with people who are not decision makers. You know, like I said at the beginning, you need to be focused on getting qualified leads. If you don't qualify your leads, you're going to be wasting a lot of time, a lot of time trying to sell to people or companies that just aren't going to buy. If you're a sales rep or a business owner or whoever, and you're doing a follow-up and you called someone back after having a great conversation with them at a show and found out they just weren't even qualified to be a customer, or maybe you spent a ton of time with them, several phone calls, meetings, et cetera, and then you hear those magic words, you know, let me run this past the board for approval or run it past the president or my boss and you just found out that this person wasn't the decision maker and you may have just wasted a ton of time. I've heard these kind of examples before. I am not a big fan of wasting time at all. Don't like it. To become the best you can be at shows, you have to make the most of your time. You've heard it before. It is 100% true that time is money. You're spending a ton of time, a ton of money, a ton of resources to be at this show. You got to make the most of it. And qualifying the attendees, it isn't rocket science, but it's necessary and it isn't done at shows all that often or all that well. You know, the first step to determine what a qualified lead looks like, 
Start by looking at your current clients or customers. What industry are they in? What size company? Who's the typical decision maker? I mean, you know, what is the t- what's their title? What customer base do they serve? What's their budget? Whatever the criteria is for your business, qualify them. Now, boil down these criteria to the one or two most important that fall across most or all of your customers. Then craft the questions you need to get the information and determine if the show attendees you will be talking to meet those criteria. It's simple, but it's so effective and you need to do it. You need to do it. Remember, talking with unqualified attendees is simply a waste of time and money. You got to stop doing it. I see it all the time. In fact, I was just at a trade show and I walked up to a booth because I didn't know exactly what they did. And the guy starts, he spent a good two minutes telling me about him and him and his customers and his products and his services and all this stuff and never took the time to ask me about me. And, And within the first 15 seconds, I knew that I would never be buying from this company, but he was on a roll and I didn't want to be rude and say, hey, hold on, no, I'm not going to buy from you and walk away. And the attendees aren't going to do that either. So make sure you qualify, you qualify, you qualify. All right, let's wrap up. Here's what we covered today's class on gathering leads. Here are the five main ways you can gather leads and the information you need in your booth. Number one, using a badge scanner. Number two, a business card scanning app. Number three, putting together some sort of a kiosk or using a laptop or an iPad to capture that information. Number four, gathering business cards. And number five, good old-fashioned pen and paper. And of course, put on top of that the most important part. And the two keys to whatever method you use is to qualify the attendee and to capture all the information that you need for a successful follow-up. So there you go. Hopefully this information is going to help you make the best decision on what method will work for your next show. And I want to hear from you. Are you using one of these methods? Are you using something different? Let me know. And I need to know, what are the things you're struggling with right now? What are your big questions? Because I need to hear that information and create the next episodes for you. So go over to our website at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U, dot B-I-Z. Shoot me a note or find the question on our Facebook page and leave a comment. Search for Trade Show University on Facebook and then find our page. Like our page, if you would, please. And then while you're at it, please, if you found value in today's episode or other episodes you've heard, subscribe. And then if you you would, please rate and review this episode and share it with others. Tell others about Trade Show University and the value we're bringing. So that's it for today's class on gathering leads and the options you have and the right way to do it. We'll see you next time. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.